Our podcast has officially lived longer than Jesus's physical life on earth. How do you, how do you mean? How do you measure the moments in a podcast? <laughs> do you measure? Anyway. The 23 podcast. Uh, this is episode 34. So if you take oh. one, one episode for every year of his life. Oh, then yeah. This is it. Number 34. But we know, especially because the mystery of the Easter season continues. He lives on, my friends. Exactly. Let's dive in. It's time for another episode of the 23 podcast. The I don't know if it's the best 23 minutes of your week, but it's 23 it's, it, minutes. It's 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 23 minutes of your week. Of your week and um thank you for spending it with us. My name is Michael. I play the music at St. John the 23rd. And I'm Father Jeff and I do all sorts of things. You you do everything else at St. John the 23rd. <laughs> no, no. They're, all the so, pri- all the priestly things. Yes. All the ordained things. Right. All the things that we need a priest to do. Yeah. Uh, it's good to yeah, be with all of you. It. And uh, we are pre-recording this episode. Uh, so I would, at this point, it would be very natural to say, how'd you feel about Holy Week? Oh, wasn't Easter Sunday great? Remember when the car caught on fire in the parking lot? Uh, whatever it might be. We haven't experienced it yet. I think that's a, that's a, that might be a prophetic word. I think a car's going up in flames this year. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that I, could be the Easter fire. Because <laughs> oh po- apparently, if the if the little grill if it's too windy for that, like it, you got to go bigger and just I'm gonna park light my, up a car. I'm, I'm going to park over at St. Clair Commons and ride over with Father Joe just to make sure. Yeah, everything like a safe. 21 Pilots concert would be great. <laughs> oh, what a way to get 21 Pilots in there! <laughs> I'm proud. I'm proud of you. So uh, we'll reflect in an upcoming episode how we felt about the Easter celebration. But let me just tell you, it was great. That, <laughs> Your father, your homily was on point. Now, now you're really like fantasizing. I feel, <laughs> I feel so inspired by what you said. Mm. And the music, oh my god, can you that, believe? That's, that's probably more on point. Can you believe what happened in the middle of the that, communion song? Yeah, oh, epic, unreal, unforgettable. The piano it, fell over. It'll go down in it, <laughs> diocesan lore. It probably already has. Not for the good. Not for the better. Uh-huh. All right, here we are, uh, episode 34, second Sunday of Easter. We do have some uh, upcoming events here at the parish we'd like to highlight. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're new to the parish. Maybe Easter was your first time at St. John the 23rd. Man, we're glad you were here. Yeah. We hope it was a great experience. And that you tuned into the podcast the very next week. <laughs> Which means you you're are all in. an extra special person. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested, maybe maybe you, you loved coming to Mass. You encountered the Lord at Mass, and... Now you're listening to the podcast and you're like, who are these guys? And you're like, maybe maybe I want to join this church. Maybe I would like to become a member so that I can exclusively receive the podcast directly to my inbox on a weekly basis. What could be better? I I can't think of one thing. <laughs> I could think of about 10. However, uh, um, we have a Connection Point coming up. So yep. Connection Point is a program that we do for new people that want to join our parish this is not to become Catholic necessarily. This is just if you're already Catholic and you want to become a parishioner at John the 23rd, you want to RSVP for Connection Point. Our next one is coming up on Sunday, 
April 23rd at 12.30 p.m. Uh, following the 11 a.m. Mass. And it's actually a really nice hour just to come together, hear about what we do as a parish, meet some of the staff, hear the, meet the team, get to know some other people that are joining the parish. Honestly, that's the best part yeah. is meeting people. And we just um, we actually care about you too much to uh, just let you anonymously register online. Yeah. So we uh, we want to see you and get to know you and have you get to know us. Isn't that a nice feeling? We care about you too much. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about you, Father Jeff. We just care too about much. you too much. Too much. Too much. Need to back it down. Back down the care. Mm-hmm. So again, the twenty third of April is our next connection point. Also, it's worth noting the following Sunday. This is something you should have on your calendars. I have it on mine. It's on mine, too. Oh, nice. let's go together. Uh, April 30th, another Sunday. This mm-hmm. one's at 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Right here at John the 23rd, Bishop Thomas is stopping by for our Eucharistic revival. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. If you're uh, not familiar, uh, throughout our, our country, entering into a three-year period of just Eucharistic revival, they do appreciate uh, Christ's sacri- uh, presence in the Eucharist um, a little more deeply. So as a uh, part of that for this year, the diocese has been having uh, some some holy hours around the diocese. I think there's like six of them, and we're hosting one of them for the whole diocese on on the 30th at yeah. 3 o'clock. Should be really cool. I would say if you enjoyed the night of worship back in Lent, this will be somewhat similar. It's in the same flavor. Right. Um, so, But the bishop will be here, which will make it even cooler. No offense to Father Jeff. That's right. Am I allowed to say that? You're, I, I'm well aware of my lack of coolness. The, so I, well, no. I, I, this wasn't not, a personal thing. You're not. He's me just. I don't already he's know. climbed the ladder a little higher. I used to climb the ladder to change the sanctuary lamp. <laughs> well, somebody, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Um. So that'll again April thirtieth at three o'clock, and uh, we'll have some time of prayer. We'll have the band here for music. Uh, should be a nice a nice afternoon of prayer. Yeah. Just like a, a really cool way to like double down on celebrating Easter. Yeah, for sure. Bring the whole family. For sure. Okay, so as I said, we are in the second Sunday of Easter. This is this Sunday is also called Divine Mercy Sunday. Why yeah. don't we touch on that a little bit? Uh, where Divine Mercy and that celebration came from, um, particularly in on the second Sunday of Easter, because Easter on its own, right? Big deal, right? We're closing the octave of Easter. Yeah, good enough, right? Like that's enough reason to to celebrate. So let's talk about Divine Mercy. Yeah, St. Faustina, who's a, a nun in Poland, I believe in the 30s, had these um, exchanges with Jesus uh, where he really put forth his the message of his Divine Mercy and uh, gave her this, um, this special image to paint, and or have painted. I mean, she couldn't do it. Um, paint by number. Yeah. Connect, um, the, do- connect mm-hmm, the dots. Right, all that. Um. And maybe perhaps because of the Polish connection, St. John Paul II, you know, was a big advocate of Divine Mercy. Actually, I believe he died on Divine Mercy Sunday. Really? Um, oh. If memory serves, uh, back in 2003. Let's fact check that. And, you keep um, going. Yeah. Um, so officially declared uh, the second Sunday of Easter to be Divine Mercy Sunday. Here's a fun um, Divine Mercy um, piece. I was taught this by uh, our deacon in Huron. So... There's the acronym Finch, like the bird Finch, F-I-N-C-H. Yeah. There's the feast, uh-huh. the image, uh-huh. the novena, uh-huh. the chaplet, oh. and the hour. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So the feast is the second Sunday of Easter. Yeah. Of course, the image is the image, 
Um, and just just for clarification, you probably have seen this image before. Yeah. It's an image of Jesus, right. and then coming from him, there's like a red... Right, red and white rays from his heart. Oh, one's white? I thought one was blue. Well, sometimes it's hard to like maybe have white like in an artistic rendering. Oh, interesting. Okay. So That's I think it turns into blue just to... Got it. You know, but they're um, coming from his heart. Yep. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Uh, That's the image, the, the image, eye. Right, the novena, you know, it's nine days of prayer. Um, and then uh, the chaplet, uh, which is another uh, form of prayer. You might have heard that before as well. The chaplet of divine mercy. Chaplet of divine mercy. Um, Generally set around 3 p.m. Yep, because uh, that's the hour. Oh, we're not there yet, though. Wait, uh, we are now. F-I-N-C. Oh, we yes. are. Here we are, the hour. <laughs> yes. See, it's all come. All come together. At 3 o'clock. Yeah. Daily, people pray this. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You use rosary beads and... Um, yeah, might actually take just like five minutes. Which is good good use of your rosary. It's a two for one yeah, prayer. You can exactly. pray the rosary in the morning. Rosary in the morning, but in the afternoon. Wow. I play the chaplet of divine mercy. And then I do to do, do. I don't wow. I I was yeah. really trying. Right. It's it's a work in progress. Uh to fact check you real quick. Mm-hmm. The death of John Paul II was April second, two thousand five. And that was the second Sunday of Easter because that year Easter was celebrated on March 27th. Congratulations. Good job. That's a, that's a pretty cool little spiritual. It is the way God works sometimes, you know? Cool. Hey, this weekend, speaking of divine mercy, I found a really beautiful song called Jesus. I trust in you. And we're going to sing it this weekend as our communion song. It's just going to be kind of a cool reflection on what we're celebrating this weekend. Like, just sneaking it in on top of mm-hmm. everything else that we do for Easter. So I'm really excited about that. We'll send that out in the prepare email this week. It's by uh, Josh Blakesley. He wrote a, a neat song called Jesus I Trust in Yeah, you. that's the uh, um, the thing that you know I, I'm not able to enter into as much yeah, at communion time, of course. As, uh, we can sing the, it twice if you yeah. want. Well, <laughs> we'll the extended it. version. <laughs> The reprise. Yes. You know, every good musical has a reprise, so we'll we'll sneak it in there for you. But you can still, you know, as you're distributing the body of Christ, I want you to be fully present to that moment. I'll do my best. That is the most important. Yeah. But you can still listen with one ear. Amen. Amen. Okay. So those are our upcoming events. We talked about Divine Mercy Sunday. Let's get into some scripture, shall we? Sure. So this is uh, John chapter 20, if you remember from um, last week. Our gospel for Easter was John chapter 20, and this is a few verses later in that same chapter. On that, the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, 
His disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book, but these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Say it. I wish that the other signs were written in this book. Come on, John. I know. You're letting me down. Ran out of parchment. You're just teasing me at this point. Like, oh, he did some other cool stuff, but I'm not going to tell you. Why not? Ran out. <laughs> Ran out. It, oh, it was like he could only have so many characters in his really long gospel. It was like a tweet. It was <laughs> the the John tweet. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting to think about though, like how many do we want? Yeah, you know, or, like or how so, many do we need? Right. So the yeah. risen Jesus like broke through the lock. You know, entered in through the locked doors. Yeah, twice. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, offering peace, like breathing out the Holy Spirit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you get the Holy Spirit. You know, uh, show, you know uh, physically present, being willing to you know, see that it wasn't a ghost. It was really him alive uh, and yeah. more alive actually than before. Yeah. And um, yeah, what else do we want? I want to know too. These are just kind of where my, I think it's fun sometimes to use imagination with scripture, mm-hmm. right? That's where you get to kind of put yourself in your story. Yeah. You know, the fact that he said, peace be with you, you know, Jesus is Jesus. He's gonna do. He's gonna do him right. I don't think that would have been the first thing I'd, I'd say. What would you say? That's what I love about this passage. I mean, these are the disciples that all ran away when yeah. he got arrested. So, right. So it's not like Jesus. Um, the first thing he said was, "Where were you when I needed you, guys? I like, prepped hello. you the whole time." Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Um, but yeah, that he said, and, and then the, that first encounter just said it twice. Yeah. You know, Peace. You know, be with you. Um, it even goes back to his farewell discourse, you know, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives peace do I give it to you, do not be distressed or fearful, and so it really yeah. ties in, you know, to that, that peace that only he can give, that peace that really he is. And there's a, a bit of profoundness to it, too, because every time we celebrate Mass, we have the same opportunity to extend a sign of peace to one another, too. And that's like a really easy thing to pass over at mass. Like, oh, here comes the peace time, you know. But there's a profoundness in what we do because it's the very first thing that he did when he encountered them after he rose from the dead. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's not the seventh inning stretch, you know. It's um, take me out the, to the right, Catholic right. Church. Um, it's that it's that peace that comes from his presence. It's of course there on the altar and meant to just sort of be be shed as we're as we're all looking right to uh, to receive. Um, to encounter his body, you know, there in the in the Eucharist. Absolutely. I was just um, pulling up a new song that we're doing this Easter season uh, in addition to the Jesus I Trust in You song. Um, and I was just looking to see if it had anything about peace in it because I was really hoping it was going to tie in well, and it doesn't. But the, the title of the song is Love is Above All Things, right? That, that love conquers all, right? And... It even pulls from 
the Corinthians reading in the bridge, love is patient, love is kind. It is the, and then it kind of paraphrases. It is the way, the truth and the life. Um, maybe if I'm stretching and call me out here, if I am that love and peace can be a little bit synonymous, right? Like he's, he's not extending just peace with them. He's extending his love with them as well. Right. Well, and all that comes through, um, the other offering of himself on the cross most, um, most fully. Um, that's why it's not as the world gives peace. Do I give it to you? You know, like, well, let's just sort of hope that we all just sort of get along. You know, it's the peace that comes knowing he's, he's conquered all and brings us to share in that victory and that his, his conquering of everything through his passion, death and resurrection is, is the greatest act of his love for us too. And so I would think they are very much connected. I, Um, I, I almost hear in this moment, like seeing him arrive in the room, because peace be with you feels so formal. So I, I'm not changing his words, but I'm going to change his words. Wow. What if he said, I love you guys? Like, look look what just happened. I love you guys. Because mm. that's what he ultimately said, right? Yeah. Through his actions. Although I guess if they were, uh, you know, behind the locked doors and he just sort of appeared in their midst, maybe, maybe peace is probably... <laughs> Probably is the most appropriate. First hey guys, word. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, simmer down. <laughs> don't call the cops. Don't call the cops. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I because there there was certainly an intimacy between him and the apostles, right? Um, and then of course I, we've talked about this on at length on previous years of the podcast when we get to poor Thomas and you know he all he does is pretty much echo what any of the rest of us would say, and then gets marked as the doubter for the mm-hmm. rest of eternity mm-hmm. um but it's a really natural reaction that he has right it's also interesting that um after his encounter with christ he actually makes this this bold proclamation as the first of the disciples to do so where he declares jesus to be my lord and my god mm-hmm. um so that's that's you know important piece of that as well is not just sort of the doubt but that he he did turn that around into this this really amazing statement of faith but unfortunately that's not you know it's even become like a a pop culture like oh don't be a doubting thomas right, right? i would much rather be the profound thomas right the, profound the, statement of t- faith right thomas. The, the, my lord and my god thomas yeah yeah but you in for our own life of faith too um who have not encountered jesus the same way that his disciples did and everyone else who was alive when he was uh, walking the earth um, in that way, that you know, all this has gotten passed down to us, um, you know, over 2,000 years. And so John even, you know, talks about, Jesus actually even talks about that blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. I mean, in some way he's talking about us. I was going to say that. Nice. You took my next point, So, which is good. That means we're on the same page or at least on the same gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we we have a part in this too, mm-hmm. right? This isn't, we're not just spectators hearing this scene unfold. Jesus is talking about us. This continues to us at John the 23rd on April 16th. And the, the fact of Jesus having risen from the dead is so important. Uh, it's not just like, oh, yeah, that, that would have been nice. Like, he either rose from the dead um, as as Lord and God, or he, or he just didn't. And so it, m- it makes all the difference to us and even why we have a church <laughs> and yeah. why we're gathering on Sunday, you know, the fact that he is uh, risen uh, from the dead. And every 
of course, Easter Sunday is the Sunday of all Sundays, um, right. but every Sunday throughout the year is also like a little mini Easter Sunday because it's this day of proclaiming this great um, resurrection of our Lord that, that, again, just brings us to life. It is sobering to reflect on the, uh, what's the word, hugeness. Is that a word? How big, how huge, how mammoth this really is and the implications on the entire world yeah and eternal life because surely and i think we can all feel this in some way if all we have is the life that we've been given here on earth mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot necessarily to be looking forward to beyond that right yeah especially when we look around and see all the the messiness or things that go wrong or the sad things or the whatever it might be that um, it's easy to just sort of get caught up in and that we should be sad about. But again, knowing that Jesus has risen from the ultimate um, supposed defeat, which is death. And so, 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 so can we, Oh, death, where's your sting? You got it. Hey, by the way, I just want you to know you make me happy. Wow. Yeah. You make me happy too. Oh, thanks, Father. I, nice. I, I told you I don't like the word happy. So, uh, oh, you know, that's I, right. I don't even oh, know how to, gosh. You know, you're, you're not speaking my language uh, let, anymore. Let's take it to prayer. All right. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, yeah, Jesus, uh, you do bring us that uh, abundant happiness, that beatitude um, that we heard earlier this year, that our life in you is the source of our ultimate joy. And so, um, God, wherever it is that we're at in our lives right now, even if we're struggling, uh, even if we still um, feel locked up by something, um, help us to know the joy that we have in you uh, and in, in Christ who is risen for us, uh, who, who brings peace that only he can give, um, who looks to um, breathe his spirit into us anew. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Stain us this day and each day in that love in the Holy Spirit and through Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, friends, if you want to be happy, you can come and see me. I'll keep you happy. Uh, if you want to feel angsty, Father Jeff's your guy. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. Have a great week. Happy Easter.